Buzzer Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Dyer. Today is February 11th, 2022, and this is a reminder that the Student Spain Podcast is a sister media podcast of the Six Mile Post newspaper at Georgia Highlands College in Rome, Georgia. The views in this podcast do not represent those of the Six Mile Post or Georgia Highlands College. And today we have a very special episode of the Post Buzzer Podcast because it's a Super Bowl weekend, and we have the Cincinnati Bengals going up against the Los Angeles Rams in the Super Bowl this year. While the Rams last year, they went into the divisional round and lost Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. The Bengals seemingly came out of nowhere because no one expected, not even me, for them to even win their own division. They went 4-12 and last year, and suddenly they find themselves probably the hottest topic in the NFL right now, probably maybe in all of sports. And so let's get down to breaking down the game for you. The Rams are four-point favorites in the game, which I personally like. I like the Rams matchup against the Bengals. I think they match up against them really well. The defensive line for the Rams is going to eat pretty much all day long against that Bengals horrible offensive line. That's the best way I can explain what they have going on with that. And it's kind of been a little bit of a weird path for both teams getting there just because if you're a traditional football fan that stick to the you need to go and get your offensive linemen and that's where you win games and all of that, this isn't really the Super Bowl for you because we have probably the worst offensive line in the NFL with the Bengals with Joe Burrow being sacked 13 times in three playoff games already going up against one of the best defensive lines in the NFL if not the best defensive line and also both of these offenses are primarily passing offenses where they'd like to throw the ball a whole lot there's not a whole lot of a run game and your traditional fans like that say that you have to be able to run the football to win games and both of these teams have really negated that fact and they've built their franchises up the way that you're told not to and they've gotten to where they are to where the Bengals didn't take Penny Sewell which a lot of people thought they should have that left tackle out of Oregon this past draft and they passed up on him to get Jamar Chase who everybody kind of questioned because they already had T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, so they really didn't need a receiver right there. But needless to say, the Bengals brought in Jamar Chase and really haven't looked back. He had a stellar rookie season. He broke the record for most receiving yards by a rookie in NFL history this year. And to those people that pretty much say they took too well, I say, how how does it feel now? Knowing that this is the outcome of that Jamar Chase pit. And on the Rams side, you're really told in the NFL, hey, you have to keep your draft picks. Don't waste your first and second round picks. But the Rams have pretty much opted into just trading away their picks. Their, specifically their first and second one. They haven't had a first round pick since 2016, which was Jared Goff, who they just traded away to the Lions and when they did that they traded they also traded away their 2022 and 2023 first round picks so they're not going to have a first pick in seven years after the end of this with all these trades going on and out of these trades that they've had with their first round picks they've gotten Jared Goff who they traded with Tennessee to get the first overall pick to get Goff they got Brandon Cooks who I think okay let's go through the list of who they have 
They picked Jared Goff, who they traded with Tennessee up to to get him. They got Brandon Cooks, a second and third round pick from Atlanta, Jalen Ramsey, and Matthew Stafford. And I think it's fair to say that those trades have pretty much worked out in their favor for the most part. Just because now they have themselves sitting where every franchise wants to be, and they're still a reasonably young team with a few exceptions. And depth chart for the game we have the Rams, Tyler Bigby is doubtful for the game. Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers, both running backs for the Rams, is going to be huge to see if they can come back. Because if they can come back and they can get in the Super Bowl and play in it, I think that they have a really good shot at trying to really build up a run game in there. And that'll add another aspect for the offense for the Rams in the Super Bowl. And Andrew Whitworth, the left tackle, is questionable. And Jalen Ramsey's listed as questionable, but I don't see a scenario where Jalen Ramsey, who without a doubt is the best corner in the game says no I don't want to play in the Super Bowl and from the Bengals side the only significant injury is CJ Uzoma who had that high ankle sprain against the uh, Chiefs last week but it doesn't look like he's gonna miss the game either if you there's actually a video that you can find where the Bengals before they had their bus leave Uzoma has a um, leg brace on and he takes it and throws it up in the air during the parade and says that he's not going to miss this game. There's a little bit of ferociousness there about Uzoma and I don't know, I kind of like it. I kind of like because you play this game to get to the Super Bowl and then I, I couldn't imagine a scenario of myself if I was an NFL player where you say, no, I can't play in the Super Bowl. And we had the matchups. You go through there and offensively a quarterback. I think they're pretty much even Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow. I could trade them out. Burrow's going to be miles better than Stafford once he's done playing his career just because of how young he is. But I think as of right now, both of them are kind of on the even playing field. Running back, the Bengals have the edge there with Joe Mixon. And I don't think that's really any kind of debate whatsoever. Uh, wide receiver also, the Bengals, both of these teams have really good wide receiver cores, and that's what's going to determine the game is how well they play. Because both these teams are really going to try to control the game by throwing the ball. So we're going to ha- it's going to be an air raid, and we're going to see T. Higgins. We're going to see Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup. All of these players have these good games. We might even see Obel Beckham Jr. have a good game. And offensive line-wise, I've said it before, the Bengals have the worst offensive line in the NFL. So the Rams, without a doubt, have the advantage right there in that one. Defensive-wise, the defensive line for the Rams is the best in the NFL, but the Bengals, the Bengals' defensive line has been slept on, and they've kind of been talked down by some people. But I think they've showed up when it really mattered. They were big in the second half last week, getting pressure on Patrick Mahomes in that comeback victory, and they were really impressive against Derrick Henry and sustaining him against the Titans the week before that in the divisional round. Uh, linebacker core, I have the Rams. The Rams have the better linebacking core than the Bengals. I like Leonard Floyd and Von Miller coming off the edge a lot more than I like Logan Wilson from the Bengals and Jermaine Pratt. 
And then secondary-wise, we have the Rams. The Rams have one of the best secondaries in the NFL, and it starts with Jalen Ramsey, who's, as I've said, the best corner in the NFL. So just seeing these secondary wide receiver matchups is going to be really interesting to me. And the key matchups that I do want to highlight are the Rams corners and the Bengals receivers. This is where the Bengals are going to win the game, is if they can get those receivers out and let them eat if not then they don't stand a chance against the Rams because I don't think they get a running game going at all in the game just due to the pure dominance of the Rams defensive line the Bengals defensive line and the Rams offensive line the Bengals defensive line has got to put pressure on Matthew Stafford that's going to be one of the biggest what ifs in the game that's going to be one of the biggest as I said matchups to watch during the game and we have the Bengals offensive line and the Rams defensive line the Rams defensive line is going to get four sacks in this game and if the Bengals can somehow some way stop that defensive line of the Rams they they have a shot they have a realistic shot but I think that matchup wise this was one of the worst matchups that the Bengals could have hoped for in the Super Bowl just because every area they that the Rams are good in the Bengals lack in the Bengals secondary isn't very good they're good but they're not to an elite level yet and that's where Matthew Stafford and the Rams offense gets going matchup wise this doesn't look good for the Bengals However, I do think that the Bengals somehow, someway just complete their miraculous season just because I like the storyline. Just imagine how great it would be to just see Joe Burrow up there holding that Lombardi trophy after the season that he's had after coming off the torn ACL from last year. It'd be an incredible moment, and it'd be a moment that the NFL needs as kind of a passing off the torch from Tom Brady and this new generation of quarterbacks and that is it for our super bowl special of the post buzzer be sure to listen to us or wherever you listen to your podcasts and we'll see you next week